You have just tuned in to the Shoot the Rock podcast. Who they rocking with, Joe? Who they rocking with? That's right. Remix it. Remix it. You're now rocking with the best. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. What up and welcome to the pod. Uh, Today's episode is a little bit different. Uh, We did a little bit of story time. I'm sitting here on a Sunday just trying to figure out, um, you know, what we could do for today's podcast. And I took it on a little bit of a rewind, a little reflection time, a little Sunday. Um, You know, some of y'all know that I coached uh, in Mexico for a couple years. So um, just wanted to share my story, you know, um, and use this Sunday as an opportunity um so yeah just check it out man let me know what you think you are now tuned in to the shoot the rock podcast what up and welcome back to the pod i'm your host robert zaragoza aka big z aka so big so sweet aka the latino bleacher report all right man um you know just one of those days uh I want to kind of get on the pod as it's it's always been a while uh, the inconsistency of pods but i like to come on here every once in a while um and more than anything you know um it's been a busy month this month you know um life happens uh opportunities have come up for me in life which is great um but then i kind of reflect back you know i reflect back on the basketball my basketball life my basketball journey um, you know, I, I do the pods because, um, you know, I like, I like the Latino hoops. Um, I do tournaments because I like, you know, putting on a good show for everybody. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously everyone knows we got the NLT coming up October 4th, 5th and 6th in San Diego. We got squads coming in. We got the open division, women's division, 35 and over high school boys and high school girls. Uh, so that's still popping off. You know, and that's just one of the things, you know, but it's it's a Sunday morning, you know. I got up, you know, working on some designs. First time I've been able to do the, do that for a little bit. Um, you know, and like I said, it, it's been a busy month. Um, very blessed and fortunate to, uh, to have acquired this uh, new position at a school, you know. And, it, and it's funny because, you know, um, you look back and, you know, you go from a, being a PE teacher to being a counselor to... Um, this last month you know um i'm a dean of uh dean of students at uh, high school so uh super excited for that in my life but you know i look back and and it takes me back to you know when i think about basketball you know where i was at uh, about 10 years ago um working in lausd um special day class you know and getting laid off during you know the the recession or whatever and how just opportunities come up you know and i want to talk about one of those you know uh, i was working in LAUSD in 2018 or 2008 sorry it's been 10 years 11 years but um i had this opportunity um that was presented to me and when you get asked to coach um in the professional leagues in mexico i mean it's kind of like a dream you know and it was one of those things where it was an opportunity. Uh, I was unemployed at the time and I jumped on it. And it's like, well, how did I get there? You know, um, you know, living in 
uh, almost like a frat house, or a house with a bunch of fellas, um, you know, in the city of Bell, you know, a um, couple of ex-teammates and a couple of uh, players that I coached, stuff like that, you know, and we were just kind of doing our thing and this opportunity came up and we flew out to uh, to the FIBA Americas game in Veracruz. Um, that's where uh, my friend Lorenzo Mata was playing at the time. Uh, that was his rookie year uh, at that time. Orlando Mendez Valdez, Adrian Zamora were rookies. Um, you know, Jesus Gonzalez, Betty Mesa, uh, Gustavo Ayon, um, all these guys that in 2019 are captains of their team. They were rookies or they were really early on in their in their playing career and it's pretty interesting to see their trajectory uh that still continues to be in basketball so that was their their rookie year in 20 uh 2008 um you are now tuned in to the shoot the rock podcast and I, we went down there and you know it was kind of cool because we were down there and we were hanging out and me as a you know uh basketball aficionado um, I asked the owner, like, you know, I mean, we, we knew the owner because, you know, we were in the contract negotiations for Lorenzo out of UCLA. We were in there, so we got to know the owner. But when we were in Jalapa, which is in Veracruz, um, I asked the owner, like, hey, um, I coach a little bit. Uh, do you mind if I go into the coaches' meetings? And he was like, yeah, sure. You know, he introduced me to the coach. Coach's name was Andy Stoglin. Um, the assistant coach was um, Angel Gonzalez, they call him Pompis. And then um, the other assistant was Adolfo Sanchez, El Guru. Uh, if you guys have ever been in Latino tournaments, probably 10 years ago, that guy was at every gym. Um, you know, so that was an interesting group of, of coaching staff. And so during the FIBA Americas, I'm there and we're hanging out, we're, we're watching games. Um, you know, we had teams from Argentina were there, um, you know, uh, Uruguay. It was like an eight-team tournament, and Jalapa at the time was probably one of the best teams in Mexico all time. Gustavo Ayon was not in the NBA yet, but uh, he was far from NBA caliber, but he did have the NBA talent. Um, I remember being in the bleachers uh, watching him play, and this guy had tremendous raw talent. I mean, he, I remember he got a lob, dunked on somebody, um, and he was so hyped up that he pressured the point guard, and this guy's 6'9", 6'10", pressured the point guard uh, from full court, uh, pressure him, picks his pocket, and goes to the other side and dunks. Um, I mean, it was just like consecutive plays where I literally got on my phone, called International, and I called a couple of my friends like, I'm just watching the next NBA player. Like, and I was just hyped, but I didn't really think he, I mean, I thought I knew he was gonna be good, but I wasn't, I never thought he'd, he'd be that good. You know what I mean? But yeah, I did call and I was I was excited and you know, it was, it was pretty crazy to see. So anyways, I'm in Jalapa. Uh, watching the FIBA Americas games, I, I'm talking to uh, the owner. The owner says, "Yeah, go ahead and go into the to the coaches meeting." So I'm in the coaches meetings. Hey, what's up, guys? And, you know, I'm from Robert Zergosa from from Los Angeles, from friend of Lorenzo. I just want to sit in your meetings. Oh, okay, cool. So they're game planning for their next game, and you know they're talking about like 
this player is not being productive and we're gonna cut him and release him and we already got three or four little options some guy out in uh i want to say it was I, I don't remember where it was to be honest but um they were looking at new players and they were talking about cutting players and i was going whoa like do i really need to be in this meeting and then they're like asking me like hey well what do you think and i'm like well you know he's kind of you know a good shooter but he's a liability on defense and that's where we've been lacking and da, 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 da. and they're like oh okay cool like you know I, but i was like it's like i was in the the team coaching meeting and they're asking me and i'm like all right cool so i just interjected and you know they're talking about plays and they're talking about you know strategies for the next game they're, they're about to play a team from Uruguay. And, um, you know, I'm just sitting there listening to the game plan and, you know, I'm like, anything you need, you know, I'm, I'm down. I'll carry basketballs. Like, I just want to be involved. And they're like, y'all go for it, you know? Like, so I was just with it, you know? And like I said, it was about 11 years ago. So I was still like, just, you know, open to just kind of hang out. It was something cool, you know? You are now tuned in to the Shoot the Rock. So that happened. They ended up winning the game. They ended up qualifying for uh, another major tournament. Um, and then, like, it was funny because this FIBA tournament was, like, in the middle of the regular season. So, like, they were in playoffs. And then they won this. They stopped playoffs for the whole entire LMVP, which is the pro league in, in Mexico. And they stopped the playoffs, like, literally, like, first round. And then they had this tournament for, like, a week. And then they continued playing. It was a trip. So, we're there. We're in Jalapa. We're in Veracruz. And uh, myself and Edgar Loera, um he played at pro ball so that's kind of one of the connects that we had and he you know he played on the national team and he knew a lot of people when we were down there he knew a lot of the guys uh older vets and they're they're probably like managers or scouts or coaches or whatever at the time so he knew a bunch of people that were there and everyone was there for the FIBA tournament so anyways uh we're having dinner um at this steakhouse Asadero Cien, uh, the team is because they're celebrating you know and then the owner waves me over and he's like, hey, um, well, ¿qué piensas de, de quedarte con nosotros para los playoffs? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to play in Leon and we want to see if you want to come down like, and just hang out, you know? I mean, Lorenzo's still going to play and you can travel with the team. And, and I was like, uh, fuck yeah, you know? So, so they hit me up and they asked me to, to stay. Uh, and my boy Edgar, I guess, had taken a couple of days off of work. And then I was like, hey, e, they asked me to stay. And he's like, well, fuck, bro. You don't have a job. Might as well kick it. And I was like, fuck, that's what I'm saying. So he's like, I got to go back to work. So Edgar, like, I guess that night or that next morning, he flies out. And I end up hanging with Lorenzo at his apartment. And the owner's like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're going to roll. So the next morning, we, you know, we go through the walkthroughs because uh, we're already in playoffs. And again, the coaches are... Coaches are hitting me up, um, you know, about what's going on and um, uh, like, what do you think and this and that. And, you know, uh, we're playing against Leon and one of the players that I sent out there, my boy, Charlie Torres, I've, he's in, he, he's been in one of the other podcasts. He was out there and I knew them. I knew uh, the coach out there. His name is Luis Turcios. So I had like a little, I mean. Not a major scouting report, but I had something that I can give bring to the table. So, you know, I kind of, you know, gave them my, my tips on what you they ran or whatever. And, you know, podcast. just kind of who their players were. I mean, they already knew, but, you know, it was maybe it was just fresh to hear from someone else, I guess. So, anyways, 
um, I was unemployed and he asked me to stay for another week and I was like, cool, you know, and you know, I, I want to say I had an idea that I wanted to do that because I had a suit in my bag. So I was kind of like, like already like pressing the envelope, like, fuck it. Like I ain't doing nothing. So I had a suit and they asked me to come down and like, I was legit in a suit watching the game. Like I was on the bench. Like I got ended up on the bench during the playoffs, second round. And my boy Charlie's there, um, you know, we're, we're hanging out in Guanajuato Leon. And we play the game, they end up winning. Um, they end up cutting that dude uh, that we had talked about. And then they brought in someone else and they were like, oh, that was a great move. We should, I'm glad we got rid of him. And, you know, he was such a head case and anyway. And so they ended up winning the series. And uh, the owner, we, we fly back. I think we ended up winning the series like I want to say they they won a couple games. Leon won a couple games uh, before the FIBA game, the tournament, and then there was a pause, and then the rest uh, Jalapa won, which is you know like I said at the time they were one of the top teams. So the owner and the one of the assistant coaches, you know, because I was a roommate with one of the assistant coaches, they're like, hey, room up with him when we were in Leon, and he's like, why don't you room with him? And that was Pompey's. And I guess, you know, when we're in the room, you know, we're just talking hoop and we're talking press break and we're talking what kind of offense. And we're, you know, at the time I was coaching, uh, you know, we were kind of running and running an attack offense. And he was asking questions about that. And I was just kind of, you know, telling him what we did. And when we came back to Jalapa, uh, the owner and the um, assistant coach Pompey's were like, hey, we want to have breakfast with you. So I'm like, all right, cool. So. You know, um, so yeah, so I'm in the in the hotel lobby, and you know we're having breakfast, and then this dude's like, "All right, well, why don't you just hang out right there in the in the hallway, like on the entrance of the the breakfast spot?" You know, we had a breakfast, and then they were they were gonna talk business. So then I sat there, and it you was are like now tuned into the Shoot the Rock podcast. Forty five minutes that I sat there, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So I sat there and I, you know, I don't want to be rude, but I'm like, these motherfuckers wasting my time. What the fuck's going on? So then I'm kind of sitting there. I don't want to be rude. Like, should I go up to the room? Like, it's been an hour. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm just sitting there. And it's not like I got Wi-Fi and it's not like I got a good phone. You know what I mean? Like 11 years ago. Um, and I probably didn't have any, any, any good phone anyways where I can you know, do anything, so I was just sitting there, and eventually I'm like, why should I go, should I, like for like 10 minutes, I'm like, should I go, should I go back, so then I ended up walking back to the restaurant, I walked inside, and I was like, hey, um, Juan Manuel, that's his name, Juan, Juan Manuel Gonzalez, he was the president, he ended up being the president of the uh, LMVP, so I was like, Juan Manuel, um, and I'm sure other guys have different stories about this guy, but um, that's for another podcast, but yeah, uh, I go up to him, and I go, hey, um, I'm going to go up to the room. I said, let me know when you guys need me. I'll come back down. He goes, no, no, no. Five more minutes. So my ass fucking goes sits down. I fuck it. Five more minutes. 20 minutes later. They call me over. And they're like, hey, uh, you know, we really liked, you know, the, the the things that you were doing, you know, while you were here. You know, you were you were very out outspoken on some of the things that you wanted. You know, you really challenged our coaching staff. You know, um, we really liked, you know, we set you up sitting here with Pompey's um, during the Guanajuato trip and we ruined you up with him on purpose. 
because he wanted to get a feel for you as a coach, as a person, and you know, and Pompey's just sitting right there, and he's like, yeah, and he's he's talking very highly of you, and he's just like, he's open to have you as an assistant in the Cipa Copa. So the Cipa Copa is uh, the regional league in the Mexico. Um, you are now tuned in to the Shoot the Rock podcast, and I guess their Pompey's was going to be the head coach in Culiacan. And Culiacan was a franchise, um, you know, in the Cibo Copa. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, he goes, you'll do it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm down, I'm down. Like I, like I said, I wasn't working at the time. And these dudes like straight up just offered me a job. And I was like, all right, well, let's roll, you know. And he's like, all right, we're going to fly you back home. And, you know, we'll call you when it's time. And again, I mean, if you've ever worked with Mexico you've dealt with you know mañana mañana and you know this is my first time i'm like wide eye open like fired up to uh, just do anything you know um and at the time i was like well fuck it's it's another another paycheck coming in you know it's an opportunity to do that and you know what i mean like i've been wanting to do that it's like kind of like one of those things where it's like it's It'd be like a dream to go coach or something, you know, or do something within the professional ranks. So I was like, all right, down. So I'm at the crib for like a month doing, you know, and I'm still running my tournaments in the Southeast League and Bell Garden and stuff like that. And, you know, running running my tournaments with Rosarito. And they hit me up and he's like, all right, we're going to buy you the flight within the next week. Well, 10 days come by and I, I'm calling Edgar like, dog, these fools ain't going to come through. He's like, nah, don't trip. They got you. I talked to Juan Manuel the other day, and I got a call, and I was like, all right, your flight is this day, and you got a couple days to get ready, and I was like, oh, shit, and he's like, all right, you know, game start, and I'm looking at the schedule, because I'm looking at their website and stuff like that, like, schedule's coming up, and and it's a trip, because, uh, you know, like, I was living in an apartment with, with my friends, uh, Danny V and, and E-Man from Cimiedo, and we had a, we had a crib um, in Bell, and like, like I got the news, and they're like, all right, why are you leaving like on a Friday, and I just was like, well, fuck it, you know, and I tell Danny V, hey, bro, like, rent's paid for the month, like, I'm going to give you to, to the month, and then, like, I'm out. You know, and he was like, what? Oh, good luck. You know, that's good shit, dog. Like, good luck over there. You know, everyone's pumped up, you know, because like, you know, at the crack house, we had, a, we had a bunch of people come through. So all the homies were all fired up, you know, like, oh, that's good shit, you know. And, you know, I I, I, I talked to a couple friends and I was like, hey, you know, I'm leaving in a couple of days. Like, I don't have time to move. Like, fucking told my, you know, daughter's baby, baby mama, like. Hey, help me move my shit out. You can have fucking, you know, whatever furniture you need, everything else, you fucking get rid of it. You know what I mean? I'm out, you know? And I, like, literally pushed it in boxes and was, like, I dipped, you know? And I was out. And I flew into Culiacan. You know, I had my passport from, you know, years previously. And I'm just like, all right, let's roll. Let's do this. And, like, I've never been in any any other setting like that. You know, I I had a... Coached as an assistant at East LA Junior College for a year, um, and I coached high school ball, you know, um, with my boy Al Cuevas for a little bit. So I was just like, all right, you know what I mean? Like I'm down to do whatever. Like, and then you know they already knew, so they were like, all right, cool. Like, so then I get to the gym, and it's funny because 
Culiacan had uh, a couple guys. Um, one of the guys was Joe Chapman. He played at Marquette, so he was pretty solid. Um, he was like, a, I want to say, a freshman when Dwayne Wade was there. And then we had another guy named BJ Puckett. Uh, I forget where he's from, but he was like a, like a stretch four, stretch five, uh, put on the floor, shoot the three. So he was pretty dynamic as far as that's concerned. Big white boy. Um, and then when another guy that I knew there was um, Omar Lopez. He had played for Tierra del Sol. So it was... Like I knew somebody there, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, little by little, I got you to know people. But like right when I walked in the gym, podcast. Uh, Omar Lopez was like, like I'd known Omar since, you know, back in the days, Rosarito tournament since like 2002 or something. And it was 2008. And Omar looks at me like, what the fuck? How, what are you doing here? You know, like, and I'm like, bro, I'm the assistant coach. He's like, what, really? Like, yeah. And, you know, he kind of embraced me like, yeah, good shit, bro. Like, all right you know like you ready and i'm like F i'm here you know <laughs> and you know i just kind of and i i want to say i really um embraced my position you know i i did a lot of the scouting um so that the way the ciba copa works is you play four times a week so this is like a grueling uh league and a lot of guys that play in the tournaments have played in the ciba copa lorenzo mata um steve monreal um Drew Gomez, Mike Galvaton, you know, like back in the, you know, um, you know, it's a tough league. Like if you can survive, my thing is, I've always said, if you can survive in the Ciba Copa, then you can survive in any other league because you're playing, you're playing two games, traveling, playing two games, resting a day and then traveling again. So it's like you can literally go from being two and two to uh, two and six in the span of a week, you know, so it's pretty high, high stakes. So the coach was a um, Argentinian, um, and he was, you know, he was there. You know, he was very abrasive, and his style was kind of different, you know. And I was just like, all right, well, what do you need me to do? Like, da -da -da. and he's like, all right, well, do this, this, and this. You're running this this part of practice, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, I was working with the bigs, and we were just kind of running stuff, and we had a couple preseason games, and the owner. Um, Gabriel Hernandez um, meets with me and Pompis or no, no 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 Pompis was still in the playoffs in Jalapa so Pompis has still not finished up so I was kind of they brought me in and the team was like not really feeling what this guy was doing and the owner wasn't either because it was like straight Euro ball hold the ball run the offense you know like bunch of passes you know a lot of screens a lot of you know movement you know movement with people but you know the ball was kind of stuck you know on times and the owner's like man we need more energy we got like dudes like Kachui and we got dudes like uh Benny Mesa and all these like dudes that can run and we're slowing it down and then we have Joe Chapman uh which is a shooting guard and BJ Puckett and then Omar so we had some good players you are now tuned into the Shoot the Rock podcast. We end up going like oh and something. Like I want to say like 04, 05. And I was there. And up until this point, I had never head coached before. Um, and the owner goes, Hey, este vato lo vamos a mandar a la verga. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, yeah. Lo vamos a mandar a la verga. 
¿estás listo? And I was like, Simón, ¿qué onda? Lo que, lo, lo que quieras. Y dijo, ok, lo vamos a correr y va a ser tu equipo. And I was like, like fucking car screeching and shit. You know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, 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 es tu equipo. He's like, vamos a esperar que Pompis llegue, uh, que terminen allá en Jalapa, pero mientras que están aquí, tú te los vas a manejar. And I was like, well, fuck it. You know what I mean? And we had just... Uh, played a series, I forgot against who it was, and then um, the next day, because I mean, like I told you, the schedule was like two games on, one game off, two games off, you know, like it was back-to-back games, and our next series was against Mazatlan, and I think Mazatlan was like either the finalist or the champion the year before, and they had fired that dude, and the, they fired the, the, the Argentinian guy, and they were like, that's your squad, and I remember... Like, and everyone was fucking pumped up that this guy was fired. They didn't that. They could have fucking brought in fucking, uh, I don't know who the fuck they could have brought in. They could have brought in anyone. They brought in me, right? They could have brought in anyone. They brought in me. So they could have brought in anybody, and the players would have been happy. And then um, when they find, all the players found out during practice, and then they're like, he's going to be in charge. And I was like, yeah, I'm in charge. And then they're like, and I remember Joe Chapman walking up to me, and he goes, don't worry, Z. We're, we're gonna make you look good. Don't worry. Like, just, you know, let us let us play. You know, we got this. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Uh, good looking out. You know what I mean? Like, I got the team captain already, like, on my side. So I was like, sweet. Like, this dude's, this dude's about it. So I'm down. So the next night, we play against uh, Mazatlan. And, you know, we were out there and. You know what I mean? Like, my whole thing was like, fuck it, push the ball, let's go, like, drive, kick, like, just, let's play. Like, you know, I, you know, I really, I mean, what can you put in in a day? So, we end up winning. Fucking owners all pumped up. The players are like, good shit, dog. Like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. And we, I want to say we lost the, the second game. And then we traveled. Um... So we had like a four game five like I want to say it was like a four game road trip, six game road trip. Uh, I ended up being six and two or eight and two, something like that uh, to start off uh, in 10 games. So I had a pretty good record as a head coach, um, John Mesa, um, which was Petty Mesa's um, brother. Um, he had played professionally. He was like, you know, my guy um, down there and, you know, um, a couple years later, he ended up being the head coach there and he was like the GM for a little bit down there. So um, his pops was like a legend in Culiacan. Um, but yeah, um, that was, it was fucking crazy. Like, and that's just the start of it. Like, there's so many other stories that went into it, but that's how I ended up there, man. Like, it was a trip, like right place, right time, I guess right guy. And, you know, it was one of those things where, where an opportunity were presented um, you know, you, you're either, you sink or you swim, and, and I think I did pretty good, um, down there, uh, eventually, um, you know, I could tell you about how that team ended up, you know, I think from my, from the point that I took them on, we were running, and then as soon as Pompey's got there, that motherfucker, he don't do nothing but run, so he just had them pushing the ball, and I was on the bench with them, and it was, it was a great season. Um, we ended up losing in the finals, um, and we fucked that one up. Um, 
but we ended up losing because that my my captain uh, Joe Chapman ended up getting hurt in the finals, and we brought this other guy in, um, and he wasn't up to par with with Joe. We didn't give Joe enough time to, you know, if we would have probably sat him for a game, I think we were just a little pressured to find somebody to replace because we weren't sure if he was going to come back. But I think if we would have sat him for a game, even if we would have lost, if we would have brought him back. We probably should have won the Super Cup in my first year. So as a as a first year assistant, uh, I won a couple games as a head coach, and you know we made it to the finals. Um, and then after that, shortly after our season ended, uh, Juan Manuel called me and he's like, "Hey, Pompey said you did a good job. You know we're gonna bring you on with Jalapa." And with Jalapa, you are now tuned um, into the Shoot the Rock you know, podcast. One of the top teams. Uh, in Mexico internationally they had um, Gustavo Ayon had just signed with Spain um, so he had just left um, with aspirations to like we're gonna send you to Spain so you can get ready and hopefully you can make the NBA or whatever but yeah that was my first experience man I mean I don't know um, let me know what you think about uh, you know this podcast you know it's a little bit of me talking about myself the me rambling a little bit but um you know, I, I've said the story a couple times to friends or whatever. Never on a, I don't know, never on a podcast. Um, you know, but it's it's one of the stories, man. It was like I went from a unemployed special ed teacher to a, a fan to an assistant coach to a head coach to an assistant Siva um, Copa finalist coach and then the following season um we ended up winning it all in the lmvp and that story is crazy so uh, i'll tell you guys that story next time on how uh during the middle of a playoff um we're down 0-2 in the quarterfinals and we fire our head coach and we're the number one ranked team in all of mexico so yeah uh, that was a crazy story. So, all right, man. Well, look, look this is a different type of pod today. Um, I was rambling enough. Um, I usually ramble, but maybe maybe this was a little bit interesting. Maybe it wasn't. But, uh, you know, uh, I want to bring some different type of content to the podcast. A little storytelling time. So, hopefully you like the storytelling time with Coach Z. Um, if you're ever on uh youtube i got uh, some old videos on there to search uh, coach z tv um i was doing uh, videos for the players and stuff like that highlight videos and broke down uh you know teams and stuff like that so that show was pretty cool uh, it was a good little era right there um and i was out there like i tell people i was i was out of mexico uh three years um got paid for one of them you know the rest of the time i was chasing money so mexico is cool you know, it can be good for a lot of people, you know, but there's other people that got, um, you know, not so great stories. Uh, my story started off good and then it ended up kind of crazy. I uh, ended up being back home, but uh, definitely happy where I'm at, you know, ha- happy with my, my current career. Um, but yeah, that's it. Story time is over, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for checking out the pod. Uh, once again, you know, we do have you are now tuned in um, to the Shoot the Rock podcast. The NLT coming up. You know, we got some great squads coming up. Um, I'll have another pod coming up soon after this uh, in a couple days. Uh, let me know what you guys think about the content. Let me know what you think about my Siva Copa days. Let me know if you have any questions about that. Uh, I'll definitely tell you about the LMBP. I got a crazy, um, I got a crazy Rosario story, and it's not to scare any of y'all off, but it's a it's a story that. 
we've said and that could be like an hour-long podcast and it's it's about a hotel don luis uh, i have to bring a special guest on for that one but yeah october 4th 5th and 6th nlt san diego i uh, appreciate you guys for checking into the pod i appreciate you for listening if you've been listening for this long it's been 31 minutes of just me rambling but um it is hoops it is talk it is uh you know my story so i appreciate you all love all basketball pura raza Yeah, we out.